0: All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today, we have Janet Fields with us. Janet is a property management pro from Oak Trust Properties. I'm super excited to have, to have her here because property management is the name of the game when it comes to getting a, a good return from your property. So, Janet, thank you very much for hopping on the show.
1: Thank you for having me, Gabe. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I told you before we hopped on here, we like stories. We want to hear how you got into this. So uh, why don't you take us to the beginning? How'd you get started in real estate?
1: So real estate is a family business. Uh, My dad started buying and selling in Charleston about 30 years ago when he came here with the military. He really enjoyed uh, moving from station to station because that involved buying and selling. Eventually, my mom said, hey, that's a this is where we're going to put down roots. Yeah, no more buying and selling. We're staying here. And he said, oh, I can find a way around that. I'll just buy and sell property and manage it for other people. And it's great. So he did that. Um, eventually, he started his own property management company, um, decided that those um, the month over month returns was amazing. And uh, you know, instead of driving and showing properties and not getting anything, you know, no sales. Um, eventually, I bought my first property in 2008 um for a for my own home and was then that before um, or
0: after the peak, I have to ask.
1: Oh my God. It was the month before it crashed. <laughs> oh, the geez. month before. Yeah. In a brand new neighborhood. So people next door, they're like no longer getting the standards that I'm getting, but also they're getting way better rates. So oh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty awful. Um so I bought my first book of business in 2014. And then in 2018 my father and I, we uh, merged our businesses. Um, and that is what you see today is the Oak Trust properties. Um, a lot of what I've learned through design and being an artist and being collaborative is where I've got a lot of my values from. So there's a lot of collaboration and um critical feedback. So I want to know what I can do better, and that's totally okay. And I'm totally good at that. Um, and I just take the information and move forward and make adjustments. So that is a big part of the way I do business. Is I'm constantly wanting feedback from everybody. I'm like, how do you like this? Uh, what could be better? Um, you know, do you see any weak spots? Because like I constant nothing's ever nothing's ever stagnant. Everything always has to be improving. Um, so, I yeah, I mean, how can you not fix things and make it better? <laughs> um, so my main focus is understanding and supporting individual goals of whatever client or team member I have. Um, it, the better I understand what they want in their future, the better we can align or find out that maybe we don't align and we can move forward to get what we both need. So a lot of collaboration, um, just like negotiation.
0: Nice. I love it. So I always like to hear, I'm a little jealous to hear actually. When people um say they came from you know their family was in the business, they're in real estate, and so you, you kind of learned as you grew up um so that must have been a, a good a good prep work for for getting into you know property management in uh, yeah. 2008 there
1: I always feel like it's like osmosis like you didn't realize you were learning it because it was just normal and every day and it was always around you so I was learning business um, tactics and business thinking before I knew that's what it was.
0: Yep. Very cool. Yep. Absolutely, um, but you didn't actually join join your dad's business. You started your own, which is great to hear. Um, So, why did you choose to buy a book of business versus starting, you know, starting marketing for clients yourself?
1: Oh, so it's actually um, a lot quicker way to get started. So instead <laughs> of um, pounding doors and pounding the pavement, uh, you know, somebody had came to my dad and said, "Hey, I'm looking to get out," and my dad said, "Hey, I'm not looking to buy, but actually, my daughter is." And since they're seller financed, it's an extremely doable deal. And I already knew that my dad was successful. So I took a look at like under the hood there and I pretty much mirrored that process. Um, And then we worked, uh, I worked DBA as him side by side for a while. And we realized this is way complicated. You know, there's really, we have our own seats. It's not like we're, you know, dueling our seats. So why don't we just combine businesses, work together And um, that's been really great for us, especially for him since he stepped out about you know ten years ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Yes, my daughter is here. She can take the raids." Yeah, Um, that's great. Well, so property management is—it's probably the hardest thing about real estate, in my opinion. I feel like acquisitions um, is—you know—it can be difficult. Generating (laughs) leads can be difficult, but the uh, real—the real energy and effort is property management. Um, So, from your perspective, I know you guys have a lot of lot of experience here. What is it that people should look for? Um, we're, So sorry, I guess we'll split this conversation into two, one third-party property property management and one self-property management. Uh, so what is it people should look for when they're hiring a third-party party property manager like yourself?
1: Uh, you want to find somebody who does things the way you want to do things, um, but you also want them to be removing that liability. So you taking a look at that application is not a good idea. That means that now you are at risk. So trust your property manager, especially if they're a member of NARPM the National Association of Property Managers. That means that they're up to date on their laws. They know what's going on in the industry and they have lots of people and resources to pull and draw from. Um, so you want to have somebody who is proactive and comes to you with solutions and choices that fit your style. Um, it doesn't mean that you should be telling them what to do they should say, hey, um, a car just you know hit the front of your house. You're missing six walls, your ceiling is collapsing. Here's the possible solutions. Uh, do you mind giving us the contact to your insurance adjuster and we'll move forward with this, you know? And that's the way it should go. It shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, this just happened. What do you want me to do? Yep. No, that's a personal assistant. Like that's. That's not an experienced property manager. So you want somebody to know what's what's happening and to be ahead of the game and be able to predict what the next steps are and have you prepared for them with solutions.
0: Absolutely. And I actually, from my own experience, I do feel like that is the most important thing when it comes to property management is being proactive. Um, If you have somebody who... My first property manager that I had a long time ago, he would come to me and ask me what to do for every single little thing. And I was just like, bro, I'm not the property manager here. You are. (laughs) And uh, it just, it it takes away from, especially when you're trying to build a portfolio, you're trying to really aggressively expand. It takes away from your own time and effort that you need um, in order to do the acquisition. So that's why having a really good third-party property manager is so crucial. So I like that you said proactive. Definitely, definitely. um, Yes. They should, rem-
1: they should definitely be removing you from all the day-to-day.
0: Yep. You, yep. you should not do more. all that. Yeah. You also mentioned removing liability, which I think is something that not a lot of people think about when it comes to property management. Um, they always yeah. just think about, you know, having the property manager there to deal with things, but they don't think mm-hmm. about the liability aspect. So why don't you take us a little bit more deeper into that and what 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 does that mean from your perspective?
1: So the, the phrase, um, know just enough to be dangerous really comes to mind (laughs) because you think, you know, property management. So you think, you know, how to go, um, qualify a resident, but what you're really doing a lot of times in these first time people is they're going to sit down with an interview like they're hiring an employee and their heart is leading the way instead of the facts and figures of the numbers, like their credit score, their income, you know, rental history, do they have pets, those sort of things. Um, that's um, critical static information. Well, it's not static, but critical information that you need to like, uh, make a decision. You don't need to have an emotional connection with this person because it's business. The emotional connection actually gets you in trouble because then you start waiving late fees. And when you waive weight late fees, when you go to court with a magistrate, they decide that you've already waived a few and now you set precedence. And, um, your lease really no longer is effective in that, that way. So
0: something I didn't know, good
1: luck with evictions. Yes. So, um, you want to just sever that emotional relationship. Uh, since we've been doing this for, um, thousands of transactions, we know to how to manage a relationship and how to, um, be gracious and extend, um, a helping hand and mediate all the conversations and still be friendly, but also still stick to the facts and move forward. So, you really want somebody who can say, "Okay, we know that you want to know that this this application is great, but based on your experience, you've done this how many times? Maybe twelve. We've done it, you know, twelve thousand. So we got you. Our insurance covers this. So if we go to court, we have a lawyer um, who will back us up. We also have this lease that we follow, and we have all the documentation of every single conversation that's happened through text, phone call, email, everything. So." we got this. Um, You don't want to know how many kids they have in the house. You don't need to know where they work. You want to know their credit score and that's it.
0: Yep. And documenting conversations is so important. Um, And that's something that I feel like if you're not an experienced property manager, you, well, I know I didn't when I wasn't an experienced property manager, I didn't um, you know, keep record of everything that was said and done. And as professionals, you guys, uh, you do. And that is super important, especially if it does unfortunately end up in court. Um, so, you know, some, a lot of people do manage themselves, um, which I, I'm a huge fan of third party. I think it, it, you know, takes the onus from the owner, uh, but some people, they they like the management. And so from their perspective, what is, uh, you know, top one to three things that you, that a new property manager should, should consider when taking on their first tenant?
1: Uh, when taking on your first tenant, you want to know how you're going to process that application. You want to know what's important to you. Um, is credit score important to you? Okay, which range are you willing to accept? And you need to know this before you go meet that person and fall in love with them. So you need to write that down and hold yourself to it. Uh, you need to find out how much um, rental verification or how much income verification that you want. Like, how much is it three times? Is it two and a half? Is it two times? Do you want six times? You want to know is it gross? Is it net? Um, are you linking to their bank accounts or just taking their word for it? Are you making phone calls? So you want to like draw all the constraints and all your check boxes that you want and you need to hold yourself to it. Um, you also want to build a team. You, When you get that um, 12 o'clock phone call that Santa just fell through the ceiling, um, you need to know who to call. Uh, if this house was built in the 70s um, or earlier, you need to know that you need somebody with um, lead insurance and is certified for that. Uh, You need to know who is going to be willing to take that midnight call and patch up the roof so nobody else comes in and steals the Christmas presents, Um, you know, and if it's raining, you know, you need a tarp. So you need to have reliable people that you have a good relationship and you guys trust each other and have each other. If you don't have that, you can't really be responsive. It's not like owning your own home because at this point you have a product. Um, If my ice maker breaks at my house, I could care less because I know my time is very valuable and I don't care about ice. But if I was a tenant, I'm paying two thousand dollars for this house or whatever. And when I pay that two thousand dollars, my ice maker doesn't make work. Now I'm mad (laughs) and I'm going to tell you. So it's it's not the same relationship. Um, You have to be ready to move fast. That means everybody has to be in line. You have to know what to expect from each one of those vendors and they have to be able to perform for you.
0: So, do you? Uh, um, my mind was just kind of going there when you were speaking, and I was thinking of the different. You know, there's multiple different types of property management. You guys, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like you're you're heavily involved in single family and probably Absolutely. multifamily. Do you guys also do short term rentals?
1: Uh, we do not do a large. We do like a handful of short term rentals out of um, just under 600 properties. A, I would say 90% of our portfolio is single family homes.
0: Wow. Okay, that's a that's lot. That's a lot. And between short-term and single-family, what is the main differences in management there?
1: Um, I would say pace. Pace is different because the longer somebody's in a property, the first like month or two is really busy. And then after that, it's just routine. It's usually a lot of collecting rent unless there's work orders or unless there's special requests or accommodations or anything like that. A lot of times it's pace. So the shorter time people are in the house, the more urgency there is behind getting things repaired. Um, that the the customer wants you know the resident, the tenant,
0: yep, that makes sense um and then one other thing going back, you mentioned income verification. what is the the income that you generally like? Are you guys looking for two x three x what is the the income standard that you use?
1: So our standard is three um and you can do gross or net, and that's like a new thing people are doing these days and uh, we're connecting directly to bank accounts through um plaid with uh, transunion and all these other companies hmm. so um it's getting very very clear these days on what's what's actually there. It's nice.
0: So wait, you said growth. That's really interesting, gross or net. So you can connect to somebody's bank account and it will deduct the the expenses and the income and to figure out yeah. kind of NOI for the individual.
1: Yeah. So if it's their bank account, you know, then we see gross or yeah, net. I always get those confused, I have to look it up every time. Yeah. <laughs> or you can get their pay stubs and you can see, you know, gross versus net. So yeah, there's some companies that do it off a of net and there's some that do it off a of gross. And there's some that do 2.5 or two. But it also depends on where your product is. Is it like five hundred dollars a month, or is it right. like two, three k up up? Huh.
0: That yeah. is really interesting. You know, things are are always changing, always moving. So that's uh, that's interesting to hear. Awesome. Well, I just took a peek at the clock. We have run through our fifteen minutes, so it is time to jump into the quick question round. Are you ready? Sure. Let's do it let's do it. It starts with books or any form of education. I'm a big bookie. So give me two recommendations, one for general life wisdom, one for real estate specific.
1: Um, So real estate specific. Oh gosh. I usually read business books. So my last one that I read was um, Simon Sinek, Leaders Eat Last. That's a great Mm -hmm. book. Very humbling. um, Great with all that. And the other one for life would be uh, memorable moments. I know it's also for business, but my dad was going um, through some terminal illnesses. And he's good today. Um, But it really helped me design moments thoughtfully and impactfully. And it's helped. um, I've used it in many other aspects of my life with relationships.
0: Nice. Memorable moments. I will have to check that one out. And what was the Simon Sinek one again?
1: Leaders Eat Last.
0: Leaders Eat Last. All right. All right, that moves us on to the next question. This one is for your younger self. So if you could go to the Janet who, let's say she was uh, 2008, she was just buying her first property, just considering getting into property management, go to her, look her in the eye, give her one piece of advice moving forward.
1: Don't listen to other people telling you you can't do it or you should sit in a certain seat. If there's something inside of you is saying that's not the right seat for you, it's not the right seat for you. They're trying to shove you in a box you don't fit in. Be brave, tell them just shut them out
0: perfect listen to
1: people's advice but don't sit in that
0: seat yeah listen to your your internal voice more than other people i love it um this one that leads us to the next question and i always lose my spot there we go um each of us is gifted with strengths you are no exception we all have something that we individually give to this world so what is your superwoman strength what are you exceptional at
1: oh man i'm super positive i see into the future a long ways and um yeah. I I just want to try everything. I'm very daring.
0: Nice. I love it. Daring and positivity. Positivity takes you a long way. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it does. Um, and the next one is for tools. There are, you know, each business is run on our tools. I know that there are certain uh, like monday.com I cannot live without. So what is one software tool that is crucial to the operations of your business?
1: Um, so right now I really love Slack. Um, Swag.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Being virtual, a 100% virtual company, like it really keeps us connected. I yeah, love Monday yeah. as well. Yes.
0: Perfect. All right. And that leads us to the next question. This is habits. Habits form the foundation of our life. So point to one thing that you do day in and day out that contribute the most to your overall health, well-being, happiness, and success.
1: Uh, sticking to a really good t- routine. Uh, lights out at 10, get up at five.
0: Routines. Routines definitely solidify it for me too. And that leads us to the very last question. This one is for the listeners. You've given us a lot of good advice about property management. I'm sure there's people out there that want to reach out and say, hi, what is the best way for them to do that?
1: Sure, we're at oaktrustproperties.com. You can find Oak Trust on LinkedIn and you can also find us on Facebook as well. And we would love to hear from you.
0: Perfect, oaktrustproperties.com. I'll put that in the show notes. So if y'all want to reach out to Janet and say hi, just click a little more in the description. It'll pull down the full description in there. You can find the URL to reach out and say hi. So Janet, that wraps it up. Thank you very much for hopping on the show.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This has been great.
0: Absolutely. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So if you have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at the real estate Investing Club.com. Other than that, I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep rocking real estate and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online, and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the Contracts Bundle for Wholesaling and Renting Real Estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the Investors Quick Analysis Calculator and Offer Tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you're able to stick with it. Uh, So you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses. When you download the ebook today, all we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at the realestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make.